Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, folks. Welcome to the latest and the greatest from the Yonko table. That is the voice of Grandmaster Hoop coming at you during the hour of the bat to talk about episode seven of house of the dragon that's right house of the dragon the hit spinoff of game of thrones set 170 years in the past to chronicle the targaryens in the house of the dragon we're here on episode seven which goodness gracious another good episode in a series of good episodes game of thrones proper goodness it's just it just doesn't stop and it's a lot of good good stuff happening here with me as always is dr jace attorney fellow yonko dr jace attorney despite our hassle of trying to actually watch this episode are you satisfied with the proceedings I am very satisfied. In in typical Game of Thrones fashion, the best episodes are the ones that are very messy. Uh, not in its storytelling, not in its uh, writing, but in in what's happening on screen. It's a uh, one little one little action caused a good portion, like thirty to forty minutes of quality content. Um, we got families pitting each other uh, against one another. Uh, mothers wanting to claim eyes of children <laughs> across the room. Uh, people getting stabby stab. I mean, it, there's a lot. There's a lot. There, there is one major glaring flaw I have with the episode. Um, and, and I think it's just uh, honestly a missed opportunity. I, it, to me, it's a plot hole. It's it's a major, major plot hole, and in a way, it kind of takes away from what I really, really liked in this episode because I I liked a lot, but then when this portion comes in, I'm like, but how did the rest of this happen? We'll we'll get into it. We'll get into the specifics um, of that. But overall, I think the episode was was very. Uh, enjoyable uh, a good uh, subsequent episode from last week because we really enjoyed last week's episode as well so this one was also following suit yes I listened to y'all's recording of last week I am upset I was not in attendance but that's okay y'all did your thing y'all held it down but goodness I didn't realize I had so much to say but hey we're here for this week but we are never alone on our journey let's hear which great supernova who's been consistently coming on 
to deep dive. But granted, she said something that I was like, oh, I wish she didn't say that last week. But we'll get into it. But let's hear who's joining us tonight. Hi, I'm Dr. Rika from the Yonko Table, and you're not watching Disney Channel. All right. House of the Dragon, episode seven. I did not catch the name of the episode, but that is Driftmark. Okay. Oh, it's called Driftmark. It's called Driftmark. Well, that's that's fitting. The whole thing took place in Driftmark. Hypothetical. If you had to miss an episode, uh, either this week's or last week's, which one would you have preferred? Um, I definitely would have probably been okay missing probably this week just because last Ooh. week was kind of the uh introduction it, yeah it's like a reintroduction right it almost okay to, i was curious to me well just to me it almost felt like a whole new season uh kind of um but um i mean not to say anything against Driftmark. this episode i think a lot transpired and it was good stuff uh Oh, and it's just heating up. Things are just continuously heating up. And it's like, what else could go wrong? Or like, how can these people just stay a family? Because everyone around them is trying to not make them be a family. So it really just kind of sucks to be in the House of the Dragon. Um Game of Thrones, I can't really recall too many funerals. I remember I the Lord, Lord Tully, they had his funeral and his son kept missing the casket when they were trying to set it aflame. Oh, okay, um, right. I remember that one. Yes, that there was that. Um, I really can't remember too many other funerals. There's been some pyres and whatnot. There, yeah, there have been like bodies at we've acknowledged death and seen like the body as far as uh who was it um was it what's his name tywin oh did we see did tywin get a funeral yeah i guess he did huh they put the eyes on him yeah the little i remember oh, that. Right. yeah that's right that's right he did get one yeah i just this time around um i don't know i really like drift mark i really like kind of this culture they got going on here i like the ceremony uh, for the death right the ceremony it was it was very very nice i mean i mean it goodness it sucks to see the lady lena tossed back into the sea we barely knew thee um and really this funeral was just yeah just a catalyst for what else could go wrong can't y'all just mourn Lady Lena. No. No. Can't it's a game, dead. baby. 24-7, seven days a week. <laughs> she just died. Come on. Um, but I will say this, you know, before we really get into it, I, I think there's a quote that definitely kind of, uh, I don't know, sets the tone. I mean, when you think about just Game of Thrones in general, but I really think it works for this episode as well. Uh, history does not remember blood. It remembers names. And I feel you remember the names 
versus who actually is blood to poo or whatever. Okay, but, Sir Corliss. Ah, uh, yes, I like <laughs> Sir Corliss. I just felt that's a really good quote just on a kind of overall encompassing. There was a lot of blood, uh, I think, symbolism here going on. Uh, blood as in, you know, actual blood and then bloodlines and it just and the names and the names are a big part. Okay, let's get into this. So the funeral. Uh, goodbye, Lainey Lena. Everybody is feeling some type of way about the death. Um, obviously, some people don't even care to be here. Um, what, like uh, uh, a Aegon, right? Isn't he yawning? Isn't he well, yawning? I don't think that side of the family truly cares about that side of the family. By um, that side, as in Viserys and Alicent's side? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, Damon is their direct tie to the House Valarian. Okay. Um, so clearly they don't want to be there. But what I really enjoyed, I, I, I truly believe Rhaenyra's children and Damon's children are very close. Because, you know, they share, you know, Lenor and Lena, and you can see kind of it's building this division line in the sand, line in the sand. They're there. They look like they're mourning. They look Lenor. Goodness gracious. He's he, upset. he's like he's no, he's lost. Uh, he's just about done. He's got nothing left going for him. I don't know. He can't produce children. He lost his sister. And uh, he lost Joffrey. This guy, he's, yeah, he just kind of sucks for him. It sucks for Corliss. Sucks for Corliss. Sucks for Renice. You know? She lost her daughter. It's kind of sad. Um, right. And then, I mean, <laughs> it gets even worse for them uh, towards the I, end. It, it does I, get worse for them. Um, But, uh... Yeah, it's just a, a lot of death in this episode. A lot of death, a lot of loss of uh, body parts. Yes. Um, it's a lot. It's an episode filled with loss. Um, and it's just interesting because all this loss, and <laughs> I feel you just got some people who don't care about what's going on. Well, like they, Damon they, chuckling in the corner. Like, <laughs> I, I think, I don't think Allison cares to be here. <laughs> I think. You know, she's over here just like, look at those bastards over there <laughs> mourning. That's not even their actual uncle or uh, actual aunt. Why are they pretending? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they know that's not their blood. Um, oh, my God. Um, uh, I mean, yeah. Corliss came. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. It, it was just that. It was uh, Allison was just eyeballing the kids. Uh, Viserys is just stumbling everywhere. <laughs> um yeah, and then Damon's just having a chuckle to himself. I'm surprised they didn't do anything to Damon for just like dropping a few laughs uh, during that uh, sermon. You know, the oh. thing with like the salt is thicker, thicker, thicker. And the, he just starts laughing like, bro, I get it. <laughs> I think he's uh, everybody mourns in their own way. Um, I mean, right. he says it later on. They were happy. I don't think that's what he really wanted, but he was indeed happy. He was content. He was, he was content. content. Yes. I think there was, I think he was amused too, because the 
the speech that was given at the funeral by Corliss's brother, I think was kind of a knock towards Rhaenyra. Yeah. Um, because he was definitely looking directly at her. And I think Damon was amused just by the mess. I would say more so than his response to Lena. I, I think it's the circumstances of bringing all these people that clearly don't like each other all together and seeing what what occurs, which clearly <laughs> nothing good. Nothing good. Everybody has a kind of perspective on this. Um, I think it was Jaceris. He's the youngest, the middle child, right, of Rhaenyra? Jaceris. No, Jaceris is the, the oldest. Oh, Jaceris. Yeah. Okay, so Lu Luceris. Lu yeah, Luke is right. the, the second oldest. So Corliss goes up to him and he's like, you know, hey, grandson, Driftmark is going to be yours one day. I don't want it. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm just a kid. Oh, what a famous Game of Thrones quote. I don't want it. <laughs> you know, Jon Snow season eight. I don't want it. But I want the throne. What's this? Who's this? Lucerus gives a great reason because he says, if I am to be the heir or, you know, to be the Lord of Driftmark, that means everyone will have died. That really sucks. That Man, that's a is, kid. That's from a that's kid's a kid. perspective. He gets it. He gets, he gets it. it. Right. And that's you know, upsetting. I, I feel some of these kids, they don't get it. He gets it. I like that. But it's also this crazy, you know, nobody's an idiot here. Everybody knows. There's no way Corliss looks at these children. And I'm like, oh, these are my that, grandkids. These are that, my grandkids. That's Lenore's kids. <laughs> They're my grandbabies. My son, he did the deed. He got his feet of goose. He knows. Yeah. I mean, and th that even comes up in his conversation with um Rainice. Uh, Rainice, yes. yes. Uh the whole thing. I mean, she keeps uh, you know, trying to convince him, like, let Driftmark go to um your actual blood. Like, what's this what's all this mess about, you know, having it passed on to those kids that are clearly not yours. And that's where that quote comes in that you like so much. The history remembers names. It doesn't matter if, if, if they're not his kids, they have his name. His name right. is attached to them and history is going to remember them for whatever deeds they commit uh, off the throne or on the throne. And, you know, I kind of like that. I kind of like the fact that he's, I mean, I guess Viserys does this too. They really look past it, you know. They're like, okay, so he knows. Lain he, he knows. They he knows. He knows. Lenor didn't sire these children, but it doesn't matter, you know. They're just like Viserys is like that's Rhaenyra's children. I love Rhaenyra, so I'm gonna love those children. Whether but you know, he's trying to avoid that rule. Corliss is looking at him. He's like, they were birthed with my name. They're mine. They're they, that's my right name over blood. Name over blood. Uh, Wild. And at least for I don't know as so much as for Corliss. At least for Viserys, I get the. We've talked over the last well since the start uh, about his ruling style, um, and have frequently criticized his like unwillingness to act sooner than we care for him to. Um, and I think this feels like another, like, how can I just try to maintain peace? It's not, clearly. It is not maintaining peace. But I think from his perspective is, if we could just, like, 
ignore what I clearly see in front of me. We can maybe just move forward and try to get along. I think he's so about like trying to get people to to work when they're clearly not working. But what mm-hmm. can I do to, to? And it feels like very reminiscent of like his King style of like, okay, the stepstones. Gonna try not, you know, gonna not get into war and be involved in fighting. You know, I inherited a kingdom that was kind of from someone who who led us into peace and maintained that peace. And how can I continue to do some of that? And it's like all falling apart around him, and he's do- similar to him falling apart himself. Ooh. It's like, you know, what can I do just to keep going? And clearly, he is not well. Clearly, the relationships amongst him are not well. But you know, people try to believe that they can to survive you know it doesn't exactly mean it's going to work though and it's clear he, he's he's very much let me sweep it under the rug little does he know that pile is getting bigger and bigger yeah. every time he does it like and it's yeah worse for, than this episode like a big <laughs> big mountain right i would i would say this episode yeah feels like a culmination of kind of these bad decisions and mm. like Again, ignoring what's in front of him. Um, Otto Hightower's back. Yay! Back when- <laughs> He's the hand of the king, baby! <laughs> I guess. Um, I like Damon's quote. Damon gives him one good liner that, yep, that I'm like, you got, you nailed it, Damon. That's it. He's That's fucking literally leech. what he is. That's <laughs> what he leech. is. No matter, how, what was it? no matter how fat the leech gets, it will still hunger for more. No matter how fat the leech grows, it will always want it always wants for another meal. Okay, okay. Yes. So he, he's he back, baby. Um, out here being a leech. Um I get all the players are here. Kristen Cole's here. I think he makes one mean comment about everything. Uh what did he say? He, I don't remember what he says. I know he notices Laris over in the corner. He's like, uh, Sir Holland Strong's brothers uh been staring at you this whole time. You know, oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He did say because I guess he doesn't know he's he's in it. He's in the inner circle, but right. he's not in that inner circle. Right. Um. He he was well, fairly tame. Uh. This episode. I mean, he was c- he compared was, to last week. Compared to last well, week. he he had a moment. He almost broke. He was ready to go. He was yeah. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait ready. to get to that. I can't wait to get to that. <laughs> but I was yeah, like, don't you do it. Don't you do it. He's like, no, I won't. <laughs> I I think you got a lot of characters itching here at this funeral laris is over here he's like hey allison just say the word i'm ready for whatever you want me to do i just killed my brother and father <laughs> like you know uh if you don't, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> he's ready everybody's itching everybody right. itching right. um rhaenyra making eye contact with damon she's itching everybody's itching it is a funeral and it sounds it feels like nobody's here for <laughs> who actually died it sucks. But oh my god! Yeah, it's not even about her. <laughs> no, no one's there. Wow. No. I mean, no. it, the most you have is like the kids, um, uh, Jaceris and Lucaris. They try to comfort um, their cousins. Their yes. cousins. Yeah. And that, that was, was a nice. very nice scene. That was right. very nice. Uh, Bela and ooh, I don't know the other one's name. Yeah, I forgot uh, the other Bela. Yeah, actually, Bela was the only one that I remember. Uh, yes, Bela, but but the kids, um, Lady oh, Bela and Reyna, Bela, Bela and Reyna. 
Yes. They just have the uh-huh. same. <laughs> Luke Harris, Jaceris, Beta. I feel they're not the most clever with these names. Is either the A, the Vis, the Rear, uh, the Val. Yes. They're not too creative. It's fine. It's whatever. But again, it's nice to see those kids comforting, given that we know these kids are going to probably come to blows. Maybe not these kids, but we already seen a tidbit of, you know, these kids and their quarreling and how that will eventually turn into something more. Uh, but I think uh, I think uh, if anything, uh, that little that that met the midday funeral proceedings, I I think closes with Viserys again. Like we said, he's not in good health. He he's like, I'm going to bed, Emma. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> we're all going to bed oh. we're gonna wake up in the morning so happy <laughs> so i just allison's face and yeah with that particular scene where he he had mistaked her for his, his previous wife um because i think he just finished a conversation with damon about kind of grief and loss and oh he referred to her as emma Yes, yeah. he called him. Em- oh he called her God. Emma. Yes, I yes. Miss, it's a blink and you miss it. Cause I was wondering, like, wait, why? Why is she mad? Why? Why is she upset right here? Uh, and I, I just kept watching. Wow! Oh my oh, God, man, that's terrible. You that. Yeah, man, I missed it. Yeah, I should have hit rewind. I, I was just like, oh, it was probably nothing. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, wow. it was something. Goodness, Sir okay. Harold tried to save the moment. He was like, uh, he he like says something like Queen Allison. He doesn't even notice he made a mistake. Wow. He just keeps it moving. Um, but yeah, then we um I think that's it for like the daytime proceedings. Um that is it. It shifts to night and the it shifts deeds, tonight. The deeds are committed. Well, um, yes, deeds are happening. Um, I want to go back to that conversation though with Renice and Corliss, Corliss, which was another good conversation. These two have really good conversations. Um, I like them. I do like them. They are a good couple. They actually, um, I don't know. They they seem like they actually have love and they understand what's going on. But I like Renice and she calls Corliss on his bull, you know, saying as how, you know, yes, technically your heirs will, one of them will be on the throne, but you know, this is just all for your ambition, you know? Mm-hmm. I just want to uh, do it for you, baby. You didn't get the crown. This is for you. No, it's not. No, it's she's not. Like, it, she's like, it's okay. That's your ambition. You're ambitious. Everybody here is ambitious. Just, you know, what is that saying? Call a... If you, call, if you see a spade, call a spade. I don't think that's how that saying goes. Uh, the, the, the meaning gets across. If it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, it's a duck. It's okay to have ambition, but don't try to make this about me, that you're doing this for me. You know, the women of this series are always second to everyone, no matter how they try to spin it or, you know, try to show support. It is what it is. These men are overly ambitious and they have all ulterior motives. Everyone's got a game they're playing. And she's like, can we just mourn our daughter? <laughs> like, can you can you relax about your legacy? Can we forget Please. them kids? Them kids that ain't ours? 
<laughs> right. Look, I, I, honestly, if I'm, it, oh God, it does not take a uh, anatomy expert. Look at Damon and Lena's children. Look at Rhaenyra and Lenor's children. Ain't not a single ounce of melanin on those two boys whatsoever. Their hair didn't even come out white. It is plain as day. Um, they called them plain featured last week. That's them boys did. plain featured. Open your eyes, Corliss. But then, of course, we get that beautiful line. It's about the name. It felt very reminiscent of, um, as he was discussing legacy of, um, wasn't Tywin's very first scene in Game of Thrones a discussion about legacy? Um, I think in he the original like series. Yeah, I think so. He was cutting the whatever. cutting the pig, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. or cutting yeah. the deer, or whatever it was. Yes. Whatever it animal. was in the camp. That, yeah, yeah. Talking to Jamie, right? Yep. Yeah, legacy, and it just reminded me a lot of that where. I think different characters have different ideas about what that means and what that looks like for them. And so it, I had nothing more to say beyond it just reminded me of that and how, you know, sometimes ambition can get ahead of you. Um, Actually, now that you mentioned that, there's another scene that I think kind of uh, harkens. Is that the word harkens to season one, uh, mm-hmm. which I'll get there. I, I feel there's a lot of bits that are very reminiscent of season one of Game of Thrones, which is arguably one of the better seasons ever of Ooh. Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, of course, of course. Ooh. Season one did it good. Season one did it good. So yeah, okay. that, again, that talk of legacy is big. It, it carries a lot of weight with a lot of characters, you know? Um, so, but yeah, um, some people just, it's about the name over actual blood at this point. Um, right. All right, deed number one, nighttime deeds. Number one. Can we, Red before we get into that, can sure, say, sure. I had to turn off every single light. I couldn't see nothing. It's very dark. <laughs> it is very dark. And maybe that was intentional. Dark. Maybe that was intentional. They knew I, what they were doing. I just, that's all I had to say. Is I had to, every single light had to turn it off and really squint. I, 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 I watch it in the dark, but again, episode three was super dark. This was yeah. very dark. I mean, thematically, I think the, I mean, yes, they could have, I don't know. It could have been a full moon. Goodness. Can you just throw well, some Anyway, light? I just wanted to throw, please, Game of Thrones, y'all. Maybe, maybe the thematically, it's meant to be. I don't, uh, I don't care about the theme. I don't. <laughs> people well, are doing this at the cover of night behind people's yes. backs. I was gonna uh, say the cover. Besides, of the night. besides the Renera and you know <laughs> Damon stuff, we got another deed in the cloak of night going on as well. Um, so, but yeah, you know Renera and Damon, they they're having their talk on the beach. They like walking. Uh, Renera likes walking on beaches. <laughs> she did. She, she did walk with Lenore way back right. when on the beach. Yeah, I like goose. You like duck. Or vice versa. I, I don't know which was the goose one, <laughs> but uh, Just, you, it's it's funnier to say Lenore likes duck. Duck. Oh, okay. Lenore yes. likes duck. But um, again, it's been uh, ten years since they've seen each other. Ten years. Yeah. Ten years. She feels abandoned. She felt uh like he left her, um, which he I guess did. Um, but uh, I think it's nice that they recognize uh. You know, they, you know, Sir Harwin gave her that pleasure, that desire that Damon introduced her to. 
and uh you know she was content with that of course you know given everything uh it still wasn't enough because he could never openly say those are my children she asked if he was happy you know they actually genuinely care about each other in this weird fucked up targaryen way um because this would be like but did you love her though did you love her uncle did you love her like you love me uncle i'm your niece damn it i i mean technically that's his second cousin uh god what a weird world um game of thrones um but yeah it culminates finally he got Hooray. it up they um, did it i mean thematically speaking it's big because this is step one of their alliance it is uh uh what is it uh uh consummate the marriage they're not married but they consummated for sure uh, right is that the word consummate okay. yeah there. you're okay. on the right cool. track cool yeah. <laughs> um yeah he's there for her you know i will see the lengths that he'll go for her later on in the episode but you can never get a good read on him you never know what he's thinking you I, really don't i i think it's genuine i, I think he he does care for Rhaenyra. Um, you know, you, you've seen this as far back as episode one, uh, where he's very creepily putting on the necklace in the throne room in episode one. Um, and we've seen it in other episodes too. But uh, I, I I, think he, what he had with uh, the Lady Lena um, was genuine. As he mentioned, you know, he was, there was a love there. Uh, but it was not the love that he desired. I think Rhaenyra, for however long, he he desired her the most. Um, and I think from here on out, we're gonna see uh, probably Damon at his his best. I guess, like, I because I feel like this is kind of what he wants. And now that he has what he wants to a degree, he's probably gonna do whatever he can to protect it in case it gets tried to um, taken away from him. So running, running away to Pentos was him being able to be okay with his life. Right but now, Rhaenyra is back in his life, so he's he's back in it. Right, unavoidable at this point. Um, they talk about depravity. I like their talk of depravity. Uh, I think low key, she knows he killed uh, homegirl Royce. Low key. Oh, the um. The one from his first wife. First wife. Okay, got it. Yes. Right. And that was interesting that she alluded to that because given what happens at the end of this episode, you know, it was kind of like, what lengths will some people go? What will we do for each other? You know, this has all been leading up to this. And you know, and again, uh, I, they they also talk about Allison and whether or not Allison had a hand in killing Sir Harwin as well. And he basically says everyone is capable of depravity. Like, do not do not think that it, sure, like people me. are saints. Right. It was I think it was really good that he pointed that out. He's like, I'm bad. People are bad. All people are bad or all people are capable of great bad. And it was on Don't, full display all right. night. And then, and then, yeah, and then sometimes you're going to have to, like, 
if you want something, you got to be willing to go get it. No matter what. The, kind of a theme of the show, too. I mean, I know George R.R. had mentioned the intent was everyone was not going to be great at some point along the way. So it feels like that particular piece of dialogue is just very reminiscent of that, that people are going to stoop to very, very low levels at some point. And we've seen some of that. So. Right. And again, it's Damon. He teaches Rhaenyra a lot. I think he, this, this was kind of another eye opening moment for her to really, you know, if you're, if you want that crown, if you want to be the heir, you're going to have to sink a little low, just like the rest of us. And uh, yeah, they sunk into the sand. Um... <laughs> wow. They sunk into other places too. Yeah, yeah, sure did. Sure did. And he finished. Finally. He finished. He finished. For better or worse. For better or worse. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if this is going to result in a baby, but I don't know. I don't- I don't know how the pullout game is in Westeros. I don't think there's a pullout game in Game of Thrones. I think it's you do it, you get in a baby. Unless you got that special tea from the Grand Maester. I don't Uh, think that tea was. That's not how they do things at Driftmark. There was there was a there was a Sir Kristen Cole baby at some point. And that tea yes. got rid of that baby. But every other time, you, you're going to get a baby. So there's probably a baby right I now. Think she, I think she wants a Damon baby. So I think she'd be okay. She would be 100% you know? okay. Yes. Um, but uh, All right. there's, there's another deed going on. Deed number two. Okay. I like Eamon. You like him? Until the, rest, until the rest of this episode. Okay. Uh, I, I felt bad for him. He was being picked on. I will say a piece that we forgot to mention about the, the daylight time was it, it involved Eamon. So if you ah. to bring it up, was uh, the conversation between Aegon and Eamon about Helena, who I do have a theory about as far as like, do we, I know last week we talked about our potential theory of like, is Laris like a green seer or magical in some way? I'm certainly curious about her as well. She gives Playing me like the spider. Some, yeah, some Luna Lovegood vibes. Mm-hmm. As far as very much being okay. in her head, some of the things that she's saying, she was repeating. I don't, I can't recall the specific uh, dialogue, but like green and black was said multiple times. Uh, so I'm certainly curious about her. You know whether she has any sight. She's uh, just in her own little world. Well, yeah, interesting. Yeah. They they definitely play it like she's in her own little world. She's in one scene, and I don't think we see her again. Just like yeah. last week as well. She's in one seat and that's it. And they, they pointed out, as you said, that she's a little weird. She's a little strange. Um, yeah. And there's yeah. stuff that she said, she said last week. I, I won't get into it, but uh, I think feels very connected to, you know, stuff. that, Which is why it brings up some theories of like, you know, is she, does she have some type of sight, some type of magic? Because I know... This is 170, like you mentioned at the very start, years before the original series where there was less magic. So the hope was because there's more dragons, that there's something kind of going on here. So it's something I, I found interesting was just her and her own little world and some of the things she was saying. But right. another really important piece is Aegon and her are betrothed. Aegon and Helena are betrothed. Mm-hmm. That's what Aemon and Aegon were talking about. Mm-hmm. 
Wait, right. Aegon. Aegon's the eldest son. Yes. He's betrothed to the eldest his, daughter? daughter. His sister. His own his sister. sister. Oh, okay. Wait. Oh, yeah, his own sister. His. Yes. They're yes. all. Wow. Really? Yes. yes. Oh my God. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the conversation that was being had between Aegon and Aemon. Was Aegon was basically talking down on her, saying like, "I can't believe we have to get married." Basically, and Aemon's like, "Well, I would do my duty." Um, oh, okay. I remember that uh, conversation. I, I, for some reason, I thought he was bringing it up as like a hypothetical, like, what if no, we had no, to marry our sister? Real. Wow. I thought it was okay. a hypothetical too, because I know, no. you know, Rhaenyra last week had that proposal about uh, Helena and uh, was that, so was that off screen? The patrol? Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, God. But I they, hate that. This they off are stuff. But the reason why I also bring it up is it gives you kind of an insight on the differences between Aegon and Aemon. Uh, personality-wise and how they consider kind of their roles. Uh, they think mm -hmm. we saw kind of multiple instances of Aegon being reprimanded uh, for being very much like irresponsible and kind of doing things that are not like not becoming of uh, a prince and then in the green's eyes, you know, the heir to the throne. And so he's drinking a lot out here, you know, on the steps, chasing after women, all of this. And Aemon seems very much more focused, which I think Will then lead us to uh, I imagine what Grandmaster is about to talk about in terms of his his nightly deed. Well, um, you know, even in the daytime too, he saw uh Vagar uh flying above the clouds. Um that's mine. Not that it was I don't think he's like, oh <laughs> no, that's not mine. yet. Not but yet. Def I, well, I I definitely think in his head, you know, there's a dragon who's now riderless. And it's the biggest dragon. Uh, well, it is the biggest dragon. The biggest, the oldest, and that is the original dragon from the Conquerors. I can't remember which sister rode Vagar, but one of the initial sisters from Aegon and his two sisters. Aegon the Conqueror. The, yes. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's why it's a big deal. Oh, I just thought Vagar was just super big. So no, no. I saw people raising that uh, in regards to like last week's episode that they had a minor problem with it where it's like it's really cool that Lena somehow got this dragon who is the biggest dragon out of all of them. But I guess they wanted to see how how she got this dragon because now it has even more importance because I didn't even know that this was from Aegon the Conqueror. So if it's that old, it's like. You have to show how Lena got that dragon. Like that's that's huge. I and, and she wrote it. She knew like everything about um uh Vagar. It, it, it was tamed under her. She had total well, control over it. No, is she actually did it? They never. Oh, she didn't. Yeah, they never bonded. Oh, they didn't. So, like, mm -mm. Okay, so they well, never actually officially bonded. What requires the not... bond? Is it the um? Actually, yeah, so what? That, don't, that don't is above to... my knowledge. But I, okay. all I know is like specifically, they actually, which is why it was such a big deal. Is yes, he was with her. They never officially bonded, which is what made things last week even more tragic. Um, but yeah, they were never actually officially bonded. Okay. But she was his rider, though. Yes, yes. he was his rider, not in the way like Daenerys was with hers or like. Some of the writers that we see in the show were right, like, where right. not only they were a writer, but they were also bonded. So but that's a not the case. Yeah. Aegon is essentially like a giant trophy for anyone who can 
Yeah, Vagar is a huge deal. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. I did not know that. That's even more interesting. Um, just you know, he's he's a grand prize. He's now he's not only the biggest. He's got history. He's got history. He's the oldest. He's probably the wisest of those dragons. I'm sure. Um, okay. And so Amon goes on his little quest, finds some sleeping. Wakes him up like a dummy. You've got to be brave. I ain't going up to Vagar. You're crazy. Um, it's do or die. He's ready. He's yeah. like, well, if, if, if it kills me, it kills me. I I, I got to do this. I mean, Vagar. I'm Vagar was ready. Vagar said, excuse me. <laughs> Can I help you? <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, you're a Targaryen brand. All right, I'm going back to sleep. Tries again. Excuse me. <laughs> like, I know y'all are like blood of the dragon, but you a punk ass bitch. Don't touch my blocks. Okay. Let me dracarish your ass real quick. And then Amon grew a pair and look kitty, Vega, look kitty. Ah, the kitty. Yes. That means simmer down, boy. Exactly. Okay. And it worked. He simmered down. I I mean, it, it, it's just kind of weird that that's how they just easily tame or I guess ride the dragon. Because uh, he just he just kind of did that. Yeah. He said, well, simmer down. He, he simmered down. And then I think the ride was another test in itself. It was an initiation. <laughs> I, it was an initiation. Vagar said, all right, kid, if you can hang on, I'll let you ride. Hang on to uh, your seats. And he tried to knock him off for sure. Oh, yeah. He he was out of the saddle when they were going vertical. <laughs> That's click it or ticket, baby. Click um, it or ticket. He did not click it. I think he, I don't know. Aren't you supposed to tie that rope to you? Have I, it hold you down? I think you're just supposed to hang on for dear life and position yourself appropriately on that thing i mean there's probably a process you know because i'm sure you know gravity and all that other stuff would genuinely force you off of the dragon the force that it's going at that speed um right but, <laughs> i imagine there's a liftoff process too it's not you don't is. just uh go straight up vagar went straight up exactly try, yeah um but he did it. He did the thing. And now um, it's his dragon. And okay, see, and again, I liked Eamon up until, up until uh, this next point. Like, I really liked him. I thought it was cool. I was like, oh, cool. He stepped up. He got a dragon. But I, I never thought of Vagar. I and mean, now it makes perfect sense that Vagar is just kind of a the dragon that gets passed along. Like, it's a great honor to be Vagar's rider. And Bela and Reyna could have been next in line to ride Vagar. And yeah. here we go. And that's we why I wanted to share the context of like, it was not only the fact that their mother wrote that particular dragon list because Vagar is just a huge deal. Um, yes. And I think even uh, Otto had named that a little later on in the episode too, that you he know, did. we have... 
they got on our side, which is a huge deal. So, right. right. I mean, in a in a clash of dragons, I'm gonna put my money on Vagar. Right. Um, and I mean, Amund is is very proud of his deed. <laughs> He's very proud. Listen, um, he had a lot of okay. He, he was, was on a high. Hum- he was on. He a was high. very humble before. He was on a high. He was, but I don't know. This this was way too heated for me. Uh, he he finally had something to one up the people that were always messing with him, uh, because I mean, like you said in, in last week's episode, he he was the victim in a lot of this bullying between his siblings and uh, his half siblings I, I i don't know his relation to um uh allison and viserys's kids i i mean what cousins cousins maybe wait who? i don't know whose kids <laughs> no amon amon is allison oh son. no i i never mind i i mixed up the kids amon I, I am talking about amon i i am talking about amon um his he was getting bullied by his siblings and, bullied by his cousins. They're and, still and cousins, cousins, whether and his cousins. Yeah, right. Um, there's, and well, you would imagine they probably nephews. went on for a long time. Oh yeah, you're right. They are his, his nephews. nephews. Right. Oh, oh, you see, this is why I was like, wait. So what's the relationship between <laughs> yeah. the, oh. his siblings and his nephews? Okay. Rhaenyra and Damon's kids are cousins. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah. Um, uh, Aegon and Aemon and Helena are the aunt and uncles to Rhaenyra's kids. Okay. Uh, just <laughs> he's getting bullied you know what's even worse you're you're getting bullied by your nephews <laughs> like <laughs> i guess no <laughs> so he finally had it took it took vagar him conquering vagar to be like yeah nephews take that <laughs> what are you going to do now it is it is if you when you give a mouse Actually, no, it's not. Is it a, you give a, are, are you doing the cookie? No, Yeah, I am doing the cookie thing. Wow. It is not if you give a mouse a cookie. It is if you give that mouse Chips Ahoy company. You gave him the whole company. You made and him he CEO. Ca- they made him CEO. They He's freaking Charlie in the chocolate factory. And <laughs> you had no right. I did. I saw what, what I wanted and I took it. <laughs> you got to. You know, ah, now he turned into a straight up asshole. I mean, it, it sucks because, um, you know, it, it, it's funny that um, Jaceris and Lucaris through their, I guess they, they kind of bonded with um, Lena's daughters during they, the funeral. They are closer. They are, they are closer. closer now. Um, and they're kind of on their side. They're like, yes. Why'd you do that? That, that wasn't yours. Um and it wasn't it wasn't his it just it's one of those things where technically any targaryen could have just walked up to that dragon and taken it but out of the respect and the customs of the time you're not supposed to do that that's not yours and again that's why i say nobody came to this funeral for lena it really sucks like her yes her kids should have been first First grab, first dibs. First, yeah, first dibs on trying to bond with Vagar. Now it's interesting because, given it's Vagar, someone was probably going to do this later on down the line. I'm sure Otto Hightower probably had a plan to get one of his grandchildren, 
to bond with Vagar, you know, before Amon did this, you know. So it's unfortunate, but it's like it probably would have happened. Someone would have tried to overstep Lena's children and bond with Vagar. Like, not a doubt in my mind about and, that. And this right here, like, I, I like this because this is what snowballs into what happens uh, later in, in this episode. But this right here does not get addressed in the episode at the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's my biggest problem with the episode. Oh, that they didn't talk about they how did he went not, and got Vagar? They just let them go. And I call major BS on that. Because you're telling me Coralis is going to let Vagar just fly off with that Targaryen? Hell no. That was either just a, a a misstep in the writing room or just complete ignorance. That that to me was its greatest blemish. There there is nothing you can write in that explains okay. why they let because again, it's like what right. The only solution you could say is, well, what are they gonna do? It's too late. The Amond bonded or not bonded, but I guess he he he's now the writer of, of Vagar. That's his dragon. They they can't just say, no, put my daughter on the dragon and maybe it'll change his mind. <laughs> it, it, it's done. It's done. You, you, it's too late. At the same time, though, he would have demanded some compensation. There's just... Mm. Or at least acknowledgement. I, I agree. That was the part I that, needed that. Yeah, I was upset about it. And I know the characters have their own motivations. And I think we're talking about how basically the entire episode really doesn't acknowledge Lena except for the very start and then we're at her funeral but it's not really about her type of situation I think this this really shines a light on that fact uh because the fact her dragon was stolen and it was stolen you know and there was no acknowledgement with the parents as far as the, the scuffle they they have so I I too was was pretty upset about like okay the original reason why this happened in the first place was because of the dragon and what it meant to the twins and because there's that connection to Lena. Um, so I did, I, I felt pretty uh, similar. I felt betrayed. Like, okay, come on. I'm not going to mention it. I liked everything this. else, but this was a major omission. I'm going to say this. At, he is the king's son. So it's like that card. I, Sh I, I, show, I, I, don't tell. Show, oh, fair, don't tell. Fair, a fair. conversation between Viserys and Coralus would have been, I would have been fine with it. Quick, just make it be like, I don't care. I'm the king. I'm taking it. And then, well, bam. Or even oh. if one of the kids had even mentioned, because as the kids were speaking, they were focused on like, oh, this person started it uh, in terms of like, then the violence that ensued. But like the kids didn't even mention it. And one of them could have said like, but he took the drag, like, so even some small acknowledgement of, of how this started in the first place would have felt helpful. But of course, I know that they focus, ended up focusing more on kind of blood and status, et cetera. But I did feel like that, that, that piece was missing. So, you know, interestingly enough, so, uh, well, I, gosh, okay, I'll bring it up later. But like everything that you're saying is making me think about that one scene from season one as to why, you know, kind of how the injury is now more of the focus than the actual principle of what happened mm -hmm. and what just transpired. Mm -hmm. I'll come back to it. Let's okay. go back into the cave. Yep. Kids are Whoa. fighting. Boom, boom, well, boom, boom. what? Um, he's like, it's mine now. 
you sucks to suck. I think Bela punches him. Yeah. Or she, yeah, he pushes he pushes one of them. And then right. Bela comes and clocks him. Yes. Good job. Good job, Bela or Raina who had it coming. And then what? He, it just it he, just well, a fight he, ensued. Well, he's no, he throws some words. He says, Why oh. do you care? You bastards. And that is treason. That is oh my and see, I liked him. And then like I'm like, okay, I get it. You're right. You went and got what you wanted. You it was not right how you did it. But now he's lowballing. He punches a girl. <laughs> uh you know, and then he just called his cousin his nephews bastards, which yeah, is treason. Um but also Man. he's trying to hurt them. You know, right. He's like on a could've... high. He's on a high. Oh God. No, I don't like him. And, I don't care. Uh that's when the fight ensues. They <laughs> I like when they all like just <laughs> what was it like 4v1? Get him, get him, get him. Why am I on the edge of my seat for this kid fight? Goodness because, gracious. Because you know it's escalating. You it's 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 one of the most heinous acts that you can do, which is stealing of a dragon. And you know the adults are going to get involved at some point because he he did not park that thing in in the parking lane. He was supposed to. He just slammed that sucker. He he, he made his he made an announcement. He made an announcement. The entire the entire castle knows. Like okay, Vagar was if, just <laughs> being flown in the air by someone. Someone's getting their hand chopped off or something. Someone's losing something. If the fight, if the fight didn't wake everybody up, Vagar landing right outside exactly. definitely woke everybody up. But man, this uh he grabs that rock, and I was like, oh, come on, geez, it is not that deep. And, and he stopped um, himself he a couple did. times. He was like, I'm, I'm I'm gonna do it. I got the rock. <laughs> Don't make me do it. Um, and then I, I think towards the end, he got the rock again, and he I did. think he was ready that time. Well, they right. pulled out the knife. They pulled, they pulled out, out the, the knife. knife. Right. And he's like, oh, so it's like that. Okay. okay. I'm going to hold on to this rock here. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't letting this go. This right. Um, so, wait, which one? Okay. I, I, it, I lost. I, I get confused. It, it was, so, uh, the one who ultimately cut him was Luke. The, Luke the is the younger older. one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, the younger brothers eventually clash like that okay right and oh got man got his eye i was like it was clean oh no this is his villain story he's this is his origin story he's gonna be scarred on his eye oh my god what he's gonna tell someone that, like in the time skip <laughs> you want to know how i got these scars is that what oh. you're expecting my nephew <laughs> went off crazier <laughs> than usual <laughs> He grabs a knife. I don't like that. Not <laughs> one bit. So I grab a rock. And I go <laughs> like this. <laughs> Let me, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, my goodness. Um, and oh, my gosh. Where is the knights on patrol? Well, they came just Kristen in time. Cole. They came Barely. Just in- well, no. Okay, right. Where are the knights? Sir Kristen Cole, that that came up in the conversation like once the adults came in they're like oh my yeah. god 
what the hell just happened? Now everyone, everyone's tending to Amen, stitching his <laughs> what's left back together, and they raise that against Sir Kristen Cole. Yeah, I think it's Viserys. Viserys is yeah. like, what mm-hmm. the hell? You guys are supposed to prevent this, and Kristen Cole's like, how was I supposed to know that the 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 family the family is is, is going? He at said, each other. I never broke up a fight between princes. Exactly. It's like that's not my job like how can i create a a counter to that when that's not what's expected of me but where was he though he was probably on patrol outside somewhere he's like oh wow look at that uh vagar just landed i i I don't know i think that's a red flag where was he Uh, where was everyone true i mean i i don't think it's too much to look into where sir Kristen was i think if you ask where Sir Kristen was, then you say, "Well, where was Viserys this whole where time? Where was Harold? Where was Harold? Is Harold? Is that his name, Harold? Whichever the what the one with the the white beard? Yes, uh, Sir Harold. Yes, yes, Sir right. Harold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he he got there right. He did when get the there. Was he got there when he the got deed there. was done. Got... Uh, <laughs> Good. And then the uh, the adults are brought in, and it pops out. Oh my gosh. And oh my gosh, the way they come in because Rhaenyra and Damon show up together. Nobody really notices except I think Otto Hightower. Otto Hightower is the only one who caught it. And and, uh, they're like, you know, oh, I was walking on the beach. Uh, Where's Lenore? Hello. (laughs) And and you see that that is a good point. It's like there's a lot of red flags about where you might have been, but I still believe them not questioning uh, Rhaenyra in this instant because right now it's not about her. Uh, our prince just lost his eye. Okay, what the hell happened? So, do you remember the camp scene on the the King's Road in season one of Game of Thrones, where Joffrey mm-hmm. uh, with Joffrey, Arya, the Arya. butcher's boy, and Sansa. Sansa. Oh, they 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 kind of had a tussle a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Joffrey yeah. pulled out his sword, and yes, and Arya still disarmed him, right? Uh, and then uh, Nymeria comes and bites Joffrey, right? Mm-hmm. The, the 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 dire wolf or the wolf? The dire, dire her wolf. dire wolf, her yeah. dire wolf, right? Mm-hmm. And you know they're taken before Robert. And you know it's the whole. She oh wow! This is very in, similar. Wow! Oh, it's so. Oh my similar, god! I did not it, even realize that. It is very different for a key reason. So it's like you know, everyone's pointing fingers. Um, you know, then eventually, whatever. Uh, Robert's lady like, you know, yeah, they kill Lady. Um, because right. you know, Nymeria runs off, and they're like, they still have another wolf here. And he's like, get the girl a dog, Ned. Um, but again that was um that was uh Cersei who uh you know implored like very much do it right because it's like you know the boy will forever be scarred on his hand of all places oh no but it was very much Cersei you know was very adamant about there needs to be some kind of reprimation uh reprimanding going on you know be a king robert here in this instance 
you know, Allison very much. Oh, God, you know, looking for any any reason to put some hate on Rhaenyra, you know, Uh, and this was it. This was enough. My son lost his eye. My son lost his eye. I want an eye for an eye. You know, well, 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 before that, well, before, before it was uh, how did this all started, right? Right. Mm-hmm. How did this all, Viserys is demanding answers. Like, how did my, how, how did my son lose his eye? That's his son. I, I think, I think that's what's so crazy about this. That is literally his son. And you, I think honestly, he forgets that those are his I, sons. I forgot, I forgot it to a degree because I'm like, I, I know he, I know Aemon is related to Viserys, but I keep forgetting that is his flesh and blood. That's his son. He's asking him, who did this? What happened? How did it all start? And that's when Aemon says, oh, it, uh, or no, no, um, someone said they they called. They whispered to Rhaenyra that they called us bastards, but. But still, I does Aemon? Well, Aemon's well, Rhaenyra. Says, well, no, no. The boys tell Rhaenyra, and Rhaenyra says, "My sons were defending themselves." Okay, yeah. Right. Uh, and then she brings it up. Words were thrown at them, and right. uh, you know, and it, this is kind of like the first time anyone has openly talked about it. You know, and it's coming from her too. Openly, it's coming from her, and she's like. In public, and, and she's, she's like, using it as ammo. I oh god, she's using it as like an actual weapon. She plays it used. off very well. She plays very it off well, very well. How dare uh, they? <laughs> they? It's, it's the highest treason. form of treason. Yeah, they called my sons bastards. They're questioning the legitimacy of their father, and yeah, and so, and again, Viserys calls Allison a- Emma early on in the episode i really feel he hit all the majority of his love goes to emma and anybody who was spawned from emma which is rhaenyra you know right because he's quick to be like uh where'd you hear these rumors boy you know who told you these rumors and they're like looking around (laughs) because they know it's allison obviously um you know, he, yeah, and Eamon looks directly at her initially. Yeah, he does, and that's when you see him look, and he can't exactly call her out because that's treason. So, yep. Mm-hmm. So he picks the next best thing. He's like, "Well, I hate my brother, so <laughs> it, it was Aegon." Well, I think also he's just trying to get the get the. Get the, <laughs> the interrogation it's, yeah, light it's, yeah, it's, off it, of him. It, it's the whole sibling bickering thing, you know? Like, uh, I'm clearly in the wrong here, but let me just blame my sibling for what just happened. Aegon they're not gonna get it. They're not going to get in as much trouble because, you know, Aegon's still a kid right. as well. And he's also Viserys' son. And right. then, again, it, if it's a spade, it's a spade. Uh, I am I know that's not how that quote goes. Um you're trying. That's what Aegon. Aegon says what everybody's thinking. He's like, we all know it, father. Well, he, he asked him, well, where did you hear it from? It's like a game of telephone. He's like, he yes. first asked Aemon, where did you hear it? Oh, my brother told me. Then he goes to Aegon. Okay, well, where did you hear it? Dad, everyone knows. He basically like, called his dad an idiot, too. Yes. And he wasn't having it. He's like, nope. Nope. Apologize. Let's go to bed. <laughs> and again, he's sweeping it under the rug. And it's, he doesn't. 
and that's why I'm like, that's your son that just lost his eye. And you're just telling your uh your other kid, whatever, just just apologize to him and let's go. To he was walking away like he was ready to go to bed. He was ready to go to bed. Just apologize and let's all go home. Allison's like, what the hell? No, that is your son. He was maimed. You need to, something needs to be done. And that's when the eye for an eye thing comes up. She's like, I I demand something be done about this. I, I demand the eye of one of those kids <laughs> right over there. And that's when I'm like, okay, Allison's lost it. She's going, oh She's God, gone. she's going too she's far. Like, come on. I will say I really appreciated uh, the the dialogue between Alice and Rhaenyra in that moment. So of course she, and of course it's the same knife. It's always that knife. I know yeah, they did knife. Purpose. I know they did it on purpose. So Alice grabs, you know, the, is it the cat's paw? Is that what it's called? I think so, yes. The knife from uh, the series is belt and, and tries to, to go out one of the kids and Rhaenyra stops her. But I think over the last couple of weeks, we keep mentioning the differences between Rhaenyra and Allison, how they've been impacted kind of by um, this society and what their roles look like and the impact it's had on them. And we frequently brought up the fact that like, you know, Allison has done everything that she's been told that she needs to do. Um, and Rhaenyra has had, due to her station, has had a little bit more wiggle room. Like she's still kind of Dutch, did get married, did have kids. Did she get married and have kids in the way that people told her to or expected her to? Probably not. But there is still that difference. And, and Allison, I think we finally saw the, you know, the pot boil over as far as mm -hmm. her saying, like, where is your suffering? Where is your duty? You know, I've done everything that people keep telling me to do. I've been the one who, who's really stayed the course and you've been able to, to do whatever you've wanted with no repercussions. And I think that's a lot of what we've been discussing so far, but the differences between the two of them and the tension that that builds um, is, is it, you know, within that, that scene. So I really did appreciate some of that dialogue. And no, I, I mean, it's, it's a great it's, scene. It's a great scene because Allison, before she even makes an action to go for that, um, that, that dagger on, on, on Viserys's belt, she exhausts her options first. She first says, I, as the queen, I demand one of those bastards' eyes. Everyone's like, uh, no, no, we're not doing that, no. And next, she then looks to her sworn knight, Sir Kristen Cole. Sir Kristen, get that eye right over there. Go get it. And Kristen Cole, I, I loved just uh, the expression on Chris. I know he wanted to, but oh, he, he wanted to. He, he, he looked around to. and he, he read the room. He's like, uh, swore to protect. Yeah, I'm swore to protect. <laughs> I, he's a man about honor, but and, and at least you know, because he, I was, he, I was having Rhaenyra's kids at the drop of a dime. I'm I was sure. half expecting him to almost like relish and like oh well my queen demands it all right I'm, I'm gonna go over there but he did it he didn't do it he's like i my queen i i can't i can't do that i'm i'm not that's not my duty and you know more back and forth happens and then when everyone's ready to like kind of disperse that's when allison's like hell no and she goes for the dagger 
that's when you get a clash with uh, her and Rhaenyra. And, and I liked this sequence, too, because everyone like it was almost like uh, like everyone's like in a lock right there because they know because, you know, you have a team Rhaenyra that's ready to protect Rhaenyra and you have a team Allison and they all, you know, Damon's team Rhaenyra, um, Kristen Cole's team Allison. And everyone gets locked because they're like, if anyone puts their hands on either of these two, it's over. Like immediately one's going to stab the other one or we're all going it, to, it, it's going to be an endless brawl. So they all kind of just form that circle around them. And they're like, okay, um, let's just monitor the situation. They, they got a knife. If we can't put, our, we cannot put our hands on them. Because uh, Damon, Damon read the room. He's like, no, do not touch them. Because uh, like, like he literally stopped Sir Kristen Cole from getting any closer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I loved that engagement. That mm-hmm. was that was supreme. No, it was it. it was very well done. You talking about you know how the circle forms? The Valarians are on uh, Rhaenyra's side as well. Targaryen, you know? yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just, that's the, the, that's yeah, that's their that's, grandchildren. That's their grandchildren, right? By name, that's their grandchildren. By name, you know. Um. See, and that's why I say like the whole blood versus name thing. Again, he doesn't care. He's gonna protect those kids too. And then I love Rhaenyra's exchange as far as now they all see who you really are, right. you know. And yeah, one part. It's very interesting she says that because it's like, haha, bitch, I got you. Uh, I got away again, you know. Uh, uh, she's like the, uh, I don't know, the master thief who keeps getting away with things, you know. And The Saturday morning cartoon villain. Yes. That's and a- uh, Allison is the over-persistent police officer or detective that can't catch a break. Um, I free- Oh, she cuts her and that pretty much ends it. Right. Um, it was a clean cut. Valerian very clean. Steel. Valerian steel. <laughs> cut steel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that that what a scene. That was a that was a very hot. I mean, well, Amon put it best to kind of end things. He says, oh, "That's all man. right, mother." Yes. Uh, you know, I lost an eye, but I gained a dragon, and the prize was much greater than the loss. I loved that line. I loved it. But it should have been followed up with Corliss saying, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> he should have beat that kid. I mean, I mean, no one was going to let him, but that's that was the major omission that would have made all of this perfect. Because kind of like with, um, I forget which episode it was, the one where uh, I think it's uh, Joffrey, uh, Lenore's lover uh, that mm-hmm. pointed out, oh yeah, look, Sir Kristen Cole, and and there was that whole thing where we were going back and forth of like trying to figure out, well, is, is, is it too obvious that Joffrey knew just by telling, you know, the knight without the helmet is the one that's looking at Rhaenyra, and that's the catalyst that causes the interesting stuff to happen, right? Uh, with this one, everything makes sense as to why it happens. It's just that ending result with. Coralis and just the Valerians in general, they just kind of let Valerians. Valerians, my ooh, Valerians. They're both of Valerian blood. It's a little yes. confusing. 
uh, well, Valarians, they just let him go. They just, they, he literally diffused the situation by saying, I got Vagar. And it's like, Coralus, that, that was your moment. If not that, then the next morning, before they leave shore, there needed to be something uh, said. And we didn't get that. And I swear to God, if we go on social media this coming week and one of these actors or actresses goes on and they're like, oh, yeah, oh, they the Coralist and Viserys had a conversation off screen. And uh, I'm going to be so freaking mad. I'm going to be so pissed. I am I'm sure it's going to every week. I am sure it's going to come up again. I don't think. Again, they took the biggest dragon. I'm sure it's going to be a talking point. You yeah, know, on, like, on screen is what you're saying. On screen. On screen, I am okay. positive okay. it will be talked about. Okay. Like, again, it's a big deal. So It is a big deal. Very big. So we get the aftermath. Uh, the world now sees Allison. The world, including Otto Hightower. Her father. He is a proud daddy now. I've never seen this side of you, Allison. Ooh. I, I question it exist, its existence. You have a drive. Amen paid a price that is worth 10 times over. Thousands of times over. And I'm good on Auto Hightower knows like they, they won big. They won big with Vagar. That's, yes. that's crazy. I mean, Auto Hightower right there pretty much says, you know, this is a win for Hightowers, you know? <laughs> He ain't even worried about the Targa Targaryen bloodline. So like, this is a win for us, girl. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think too that served to because they had a conversation just about the game. He had, he had a really good quote, but I can't recall what it is at this point. Um, oh, as they were um, discussing. Oh, well, Otto Hightower. I only got yeah. one bit of I only got one bit of what he said. Yeah, um, but he did have a really good quote about the game. Yeah. But basically just acknowledging the fact she was saying, like, I know what you're going to say. And he's like, yeah, yeah, all that's true. But also the game is afoot and we got to do what we got to do. We got a big prize from this. It's an Apologize, ugly game. You know, grovel, do what you need to do. He'll forgive you. It's fine. But we're at a better place now uh, because Very. they also, you know, shine the light on Rhaenyra as well. If you see her for who she is as well, is why I think he said something similar to that. Uh, he so. he basically says um she's denying it but we all know it's true so you know it's like don't worry they might have saw that you're a little crazy and they all think you're crazy now but they know Rhaenyra's a liar you know and only the good graces of her father are keeping her out of trouble mm -hmm. uh he, he also tells her to uh keep a grip on your passions so i liked that line as far as we know how passionate you are about taking down rhaenyra you can channel that a little better let me help you welcome to the auto high tower i've been school of scum and villainy i've been in this game a lot longer than you <laughs> i'll right. give you tips and tricks some cheap it's like, are, you, are, you, are you finally ready to learn from me i've been like what do you think i've been doing before when y'all casted me out it you only know. took you ten years to realize it, but I I'm here for it. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I've been waiting for this day. Uh, come on. Welcome. Welcome to my school. He's a proud uh, daddy. He's a <laughs> very proud daddy. Uh, 
They're on their way back to King's Landing. Vagar in tow. Uh, I think this is it for Viserys. I don't think he makes it. Uh, I don't think he's making it. Um, what? Like, you think he's dying next episode? Or, or he might be dead if there's a time skip. Um, I, think, I, I don't think he can take it anymore. Um, yeah, I think this is it for him. Yeah. But we do get one more scene. That's, well, we uh, get a couple. We get a couple more scenes. We do get right. Le- Lenore, who's like, I should have been there. Duh. He's always. Um, he's did, always never present. <laughs> we did oh get some God. insight though on their relationship. So I think a lot of the criticism last week. Um, both we talked about it, and I think it was yes. was like, yes. Why didn't they try? She should have at least had the first kid that was his, and they gave us some insight that they did try. They did try. Uh, they slept. Right. They laid together a couple of times. Right. Um, and just something that didn't work out. Um, so I, I really liked getting some insight on what their relationship looks like. Because I think after last week, at least I'll speak for myself, there was a, a bit of like, okay, I see what you're doing here. Also, Lenor is not very present. I think he acknowledged that then in this episode um, that you know, I haven't really been a good husband. We made this deal. I don't, I haven't really fulfilled any of it um and, and there was a piece of dialogue that i think is going to connect to some of what the end showed us as far as you know if maybe if i had been different um and she had reiterated like well i don't i don't believe that like i i don't think you should have been different like you are that was nice are. i like that yes. um, um and it just the circumstances were what they were um and I, I just really liked their their dynamic and that 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 like conversation. I think there was a lot of moments in which we just got to see people having a conversation that gave us an insight on on different types of relationships, and that was one of them that I really liked. I liked it. I liked the whole conversation. It's just given how the episode ended, I was like, "Damn, he just committed to her," and she's just like, "Kill him." Well, there are two different pathways about what actually happened that I think will be really interesting to talk about with you all. Uh, sure. But I guess maybe you should describe it first. Uh, okay, so what? Um, he's committed to her, but now she runs to Damon and it's like, okay, hey, we just lost Vagar. My claim is going to be challenged. I need you with me. I need you with me. Like, I want you with me. I want you. I need you. Be by my side. And he's like, well, you're, um, well, if you want to get married, well, you can't get married. Lenore's alive. Uh, and he's like, unless he died, because I guess divorce is not a thing in Westeros. No such thing. No such thing. Not until King Louis the Sixth, I think. And as, Does divorce not become a uh, thing? In an alternate timeline, yes. In an alternate timeline, King Louis makes divorce a thing, praying to the weirwood tree. He's like, I don't want to be married to this girl. Either way, um, Rhaenyra, capable of depravity, is willing to kill Lenor to marry Damon. And they concoct a plan, including Sir Quarrel, Carl, Quarrel. Carl? Carl. 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 
spelled weird with a Q. With a Q. Um, okay. Um, make it quick and painless. Quick and painless with uh, with uh, witnesses. And uh, how'd you get into my father's hall? Right. <laughs> He's like, you knew this was coming. Did I? Did I? No. Did they? Did they have something together? Yes. 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 Well, yeah. Carl. Carl is his a next lo- new lover oh, after okay, Joffrey. Okay. Okay. Yes. That was kind of you knew this was coming. Like, what? <laughs> did I? Okay. Like, now, you now you treat me terribly. I. I guess. <laughs> I don't. Four. <laughs> And they start clashing, yeah. Um, and and of course, you know, you, you get that. Uh, I guess the servant in the back, or not a servant? Didn't he walk in with Lenore? So it's a yeah. He that walked he, in with Lenore. I think he's that's his squire or just somebody. Yeah, he um, he basically goes like, "I'll go get the gods," and he you know runs away. But before that, uh, I guess Damon like just teleports behind someone with a kunai knife and just snaps their neck who was and, that an npc so here, oh oh okay no okay not so an here, NPC. no this is my this, no this is just my theory of like i think there are a few different ways in which this ending um so the assumption is that Lenor dies uh, we see somebody who is in the fireplace and they pull him out and rainy's is crying and we end with like the the ceremony between uh, Damon and Rhaenyra. And then what we actually see at the very end is Carl get into a boat with another figure who puts back his hood and there's a bald guy and that is Lenore. Yes. Now, my question for you all, there really may be two, I imagine there's probably more ideas about ways in which this could have gone. One, Rhaenyra and Damon concocted this plan, had pulled Carl into it, um, and Carl decided last minute to tell Lenore what was happening and they went off to Pentos together or or Essos or do you think they pulled Lenore into the plan and so this was oh that guy I, who he went behind yes I and, yeah and the servant whoever Damon killed in the hall was the one who was in the fire and they pulled Lenore and let him know here's what we're doing you could be free you know, to be with Carl out in Essos, do whatever y'all want. Uh, you can stay alive, but we just need you gone and to pretend like you're dead because this is what we need to move forward with our little plan. Which that, one? The I, latter. I I took it as the latter. That okay. Initially going in because it it goes back to what Grandmaster Hoop was saying, where um, Rhaenyra seemed to be on board for uh, like you know let. Lenore was basically saying, you deserve a better husband. So let's go about getting something like that done. And so I thought from there, that's when she went to Damon and she's like, hey, my husband and I were on the same page. Let's kind of concoct this scheme together. So in my head, I thought that Lenore was always in on it. Um but I guess the other, like, if it's the other way, though, it it kind of takes away from Rhaenyra because I'm like, I, I don't see Rhaenyra wanting to kill Lenore. Mm-hmm. Like, she seemed to actually care about him. She's like, you 
these are not even your kids and you actually still love them as your own um so i i don't know i i, I think it's the latter i think they got lenore in on the plan and then everyone lives happily ever after you get a. Uh, uh Rhaenyra with uh, Damon they get their Targaryen wedding and then uh Lenore runs off with Carl uh to islands unknown with a with, with gold and that's all they need that's all and they he shaved need his, and he gold. shaved his head um I was definitely team Carl brought Lenore in but then you reminded me of Damon slitting that guy's throat so that makes me think Everybody was involved. And I definitely think Rhaenyra had a follow-up conversation saying, hey, this life doesn't suit you. You know, I understand you love these kids, but you weren't there. You weren't there many times when you needed to be there, you know? So I'm giving you this out. I'm giving you this opportunity. Just go be free and not, you know, plague yourself with, this guilt for not being there and just go just go be free i got this you know and both both big moments either way whether it was Rhaenyra yeah. was ready to kill him or just you know kind of cut him cold turkey it both work for her character growth i believe you know again capable of depravity but um you know she said i don't think allison would have i don't think allison killed harwin and whatnot so i think when she says that out loud she questions am i actually able to like kill people as well and she probably will down the line but yeah lenore that's not that's her cousin you know not only is that a person that's her cousin that's her husband right you know she's she's gonna rise above when they go low she goes high i mean they did kill that random servant so oh, that, that, that's the only no matter which theory you choose someone just you know, got someone the, still died yeah someone died. <laughs> he's just walking minding his own business he probably got home from lunch or he's like all right gotta i go am sure damon damon went up to renee i was like someone has to die we need a body there yes needs to be a we body. need a body we need a body um just hey it worked anyone but I, I, I'll tell you what, the fact that Lenore is alive, I am sure that'll play into it later. Yeah, that feels like it. It's a... Oh, you think it's going to come back? It's totally going to come back. But they're leaving for, to lands far off. You it's going to come back. I, I just know it's going to come back. It is going to be a problem. Uh, I don't know. It, like, if they were still sailing... If they were going somewhere like on land, I, I can maybe buy it. Like, oh, yeah, they just need to find him. You know, at some point, however they do it, but they're sailing off. I, I don't know. To me, Look, I, 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 I know how going. it looks. Yeah, I, I know. I know how it looks. I just, I don't know. In in the Game of Thrones, you either win or you die. There is no middle ground. Lenore is choosing a middle ground. Uh, you gotta either win or you're gonna die. So he technically died. He for the game. He's not dead. I'm telling you, it's gonna. But come does back. the rule specify that you physically have to be the one that died, you or or similar to what Coralis said earlier? Your quote: Does the name only have to die? Because the name is the only thing that matters. Technically, on the record, the name um, Lenore uh, Valerian, Valarian is dead, 
and Correct. stats in the game. That's technically all that matters. The name is dead. All right. To Corliss. To Corliss. His no, to, but for but even in, in history, like it, he's dead. Yes, in history, he, yes, he's, he's dead. He yes. is gone. Like that is that was his death. I I, I think he's done. I, I think it, it it also fits with what Corliss was saying earlier. History remembers the names, whether the those names succeed or they fail or they die. However, death that they choose, they only remember the names. So the name of uh, Lenore died by someone just came in like no one even has answers to Corliss saying, I mean, uh, in my fucking hall <laughs> how did this happen <laughs> like what am i paying you for <laughs> well what i will say is it does feel i don't know i'm similar to grandmaster who i'm a little suspicious about you know he's alive what are we gonna do with that maybe they don't do anything with that at all and he's just happy and and whatnot, but I would be curious to see if it if it ever does come back around. So. I'm sure it won't come back. Like however many seasons they do, I'm sure it won't come back until we almost completely forget Lenore as a character. But I think it will play a part because names, right? Names matter. If somebody knows his name, like You're Carl, tell anyone. I'm just saying the name is technically still alive. Because somebody knows alive, he's alive, not the name. I get it, but people know he's alive. I'm telling you, it's going to come back. We'll I, see. They, I think they talked about it this episode. No half measures. That's a half measure. They left him alive. It's full measures or none. It will be a problem later. And they're going to, and Renero's going to realize, damn it, I should have killed him. He should have been the body in the fire. I mean, his his mother is going hysterical. Like, oh, I, feel. I I am so surprised. But uh, well, I mean, not surprised, but like Lenore is like, oh yeah, let's concoct this scheme. Uh, my mother's gonna think I'm actually dead though, and they seem to actually care about each other. And he's just happy, like, hey, I, I get to go with Carl, and my mother's. Like going ballistic over heartbroken. Yeah, right. She just lost both her kids in the oh span God, of a couple of yes. days. Good. Yes. Again, uh, nobody cares about Lena. Who's Lena? <laughs> you, know, you can't even grieve Lena. Now you gotta grieve Lenore. So my you know, goodness. It sucks. But they're married, like you said. They have a Valyrian wedding, a Targaryen wedding. Their kids are watching. They look like this is weird because that kiss was not a marriage kiss that kiss was like we've been phoning for some time uh children yes. uh i'm surprised he brought um lena's kids in there as those well. are his kids i mean they're i mean they're they're his kids but like was this before the plot of um lenore's death this is after they can't get married until he's dead it's just weird like I would think from the kid's perspective, it's like our uncle just died and just it just so happens that our father is now marrying his widow. It's one I, of those I things sure. where it's like, I, it needs to be addressed. I get it. It won't be addressed right now because that wasn't the point. It was their wedding. They better raise it again. I am sure that there's was the a bit of part. a time gap. I don't think it happened right after. 
what happened right the like wedding lenore does uh, lenore doesn't die and they get married the next day i highly doubt that i think it's don't they get married before they set sail to go back home to you King's don't see Landing? them set sail i thought you did didn't they what, what wasn't no, that when Re Viserys, Vagar was flying the dragon away that's viserys and them setting sail that's not rhaenyra oh they so they haven't left no oh i thought oh okay I didn't know. Man. I thought I thought that was a symbol that that they all went back home. No, she's right there watching them leave. Okay. Yes. Um Yeah, no, that was still within like a 5 minute time span. That no. No, so, man. No, Lenore doesn't need... die. That looks so sus and they know that would look sus. That but why don't they address it? That needs to be addressed. That you need, to, you need to put it together. You need to put it together. Put it together. Well, wow, I, I got to do the writer's likely... job. Well, it's likely that it won't be addressed in the way that you hope because the wedding is also a secret. You notice that with only the kids, it was only the kids, the, the ceremony, and then one maester for a witness. So I, I imagine, however you'd like it to be addressed, it won't actually be addressed in, in that way because it was not something that was deemed appropriate. I, I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't see so. it as like the kids going around telling people but i expect it to the siblings should we should get a scene with the siblings and they're saying like oh my god our uncle's dead and our father married his widow isn't that a little sus again ah, some time has passed some time has passed you're filling the gap for the writers but that's fine no i don't <laughs> think i'm filling the gap i just you have to think about how the show moves its timeline a lot of scenes jump and you know, just in, you're right. <laughs> they would find it sus. So I don't think it feels hey, like you're... this is going to be pretty similar to the Rhaenyra Allison thing, where we imagine they thought it was weird. We likely just won't see that interaction um, because I'm pretty sure, based on the preview, we get another time jump for next episode. We're so. getting another time jump. This oh is God! The last... I didn't even see the preview. My goodness! This is the last we get of these children. Oh God! Season two just needs to stop with this. I hope. God, I hope so. Jeez. Oh, I mean, I guess I'm sure when the actual conflict begins. Yeah, I think they're gonna stop with the time jumps. Yeah, but... as far as I'm aware, I think the actors that we meet next episode are some of the ones that are we'll see for a little bit. So, okay, um, that's good. And yeah, they the look like villains. Like, yeah, the they only look like that villains. Get older are the kids. So. Yes, you, every but, other actor is here to stay. But you said they look like villains. The new actors. Go look yeah, at they, old. You know, they, they look like you know they're mean. Eamon oh, okay. looks like a straight up <laughs> villain. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. Great. So, um, but yeah, that's it for these kid actors. Um, they did a good job. I like how uh, I, I forgot to mention. Uh, Renira said, I cannot face the greens alone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. greens. Now it's the greens, the high towers. It's coming to a head. Oh, is that what uh, she was referring to with the greens? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Wow. Yes. Okay. I was like, why'd she say that? Oh, okay. Now it makes mm -hmm. sense. Um, again, we know there's a conflict brewing. Um, this was another piece in that conflict as far as you know the you know the factors it was a good episode i 
I like this. This all took place in like one day. So I like episodes that are very condensed, but deliver so much. So very excited to see what comes next to this. Any final thoughts? Uh, no, it, it was a really good episode. Uh, I thought the, the snowball and the mess that it culminated into was really good. I was at the edge of my seat. I was literally like, I, I, I saw myself like, wow, I'm really at the edge of my seat right now watching, uh, this, um, this showdown between Allison and, uh, Rhaenyra going down. They're throwing accusations at each other. He said, he, he said, she said, um, it, it was, it was really good. Uh, but my, my biggest problem was uh, the Coralist stuff with the dragon. Um, it not being addressed. It was just a major omission. And there it could be addressed in, in, in next week's episode. Maybe there's a conversation that's had like, oh, yeah, they stole the dragon. But it really needed to be in this episode. Because right now I'm left like, well, damn, you... You had a really good plot going here, but why the hell is it missing its legs with this? Um, but overall, still still a really good episode. Dr. Riga, any final thoughts? Yeah, R.I.P. Lena. Wish we had more of her. We completely forgot about her. <laughs> we forgot about her too. Gosh darn it. That was intentional. That was that was that was very intentional. Um, yeah. goodness, RIP Lena. Yeah, RIP Lena. This was a mess, yeah. You know, in funerals, they tend to bring out a little something in, in mm -hmm. most people, usually grief, but in this case, mess, a mess, mess. lost eyes, blood spilled, fake deaths, secret weddings. Oh, that's yep. right. Yeah. Yep. It's kind of like a death at a funeral with Chris I was Rock just and... about to say that we should have called this death at a funeral. Yep. Or an episode name. Messy death at a funeral wedding. Yeah, ah, there you go. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, um, I'm looking forward to the continued mess. You know, I, every Sunday we know we're going to get it. Oh, yeah. We are. Yeah. Every Sunday. But R.I.P. Yep. Lena. R.I.P. Lena. R.I.P. to the servant boy who deserved better. Oh my God, the NPC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just died for no reason. <laughs> but yes. Well, there you have it, folks. That is it from us here at the Yonko table talking about House of the Dragon episode seven, Driftmark. Make sure you tune in with us next week as we will, of course, be covering episode eight. Thank you for listening on your various podcast stations. And if you're not, please be sure to follow us on our various social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you definitely follow us on Twitter before we really take off. You definitely want to say you were on the wave. And of course, if you ever want to join the discourse you hear on our show, please join our discord in the link below. We'd love to hear from you, whether or not you believe uh, that Lenore will come back in the future or if if this is the last we'll see of him, we'll love to hear your thoughts on just about everything. Okay. We talk about everything every day. So love to hear from you. But with that, that said, folks, we're going to go ahead and try to uh, tame a dragon in the middle of the night. I'm your Yonko host, 
Grandmaster Hoop, Felianco, Dr. Jace Attorney, and Supernova, Dr. Rika. Signing out. Take care.